Ladies, my new Vush Majesty 2 just came in the mail and I am delighted. As you know, I've had a lot of issues with vibrators in the past making me go numb down there. But this one has over 50 different setting combinations, so I was able to find the perfect combination just for me. Plus, you know my new personal pleasure practice is bubble baths with champagne, so you can only imagine my delight when I found out I can take her in the bath with me because she is 100% waterproof. She's also medical-grade silicone, so you guys, self-pleasure isn't discussed nearly enough in society, and it's affecting our mental health. So pleasure is vital to your well-being, and you know we're here to break the stigma to live at pleasure pleasure-positive lifestyle. We really love Bush as a company because their mission is the same as Clit Talk. They are our partners in normalizing the way people everywhere speak about self-pleasure. So use our code Clit Talk for 20% off your Bush vibes. Everyone is worthy of more self-love. Pussy, pussy, it's gonna be a good one today. Yes. I'm talking about a clit talk, clit talk, clit talk. Talking about a clit talk, clit talk, clit talk. Come on, girls and boys and everyone on the gender rainbow. Bring your pussies to the show. This episode is brought to you by Let's Get Checked and For Your Wellness. We're recording. Should I retell my story? I yeah. Feel like I just told it. You know, really? You want me to retell it again? I think okay, I'll try to tell it. your fucking story. We're hanging out on Squadcast Clitorati and <laughs> waiting for a guest who can't. <laughs> 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 and we're like, well, we just start like talking. Late. So, should we? We don't know when the next guest is coming. So, we just we don't know are hanging out coming, here. You guys. We don't know if anyone's <laughs> coming. Honestly, is anyone even coming at this point? It may just I mean, be I the three of us all night on this be Tuesday. Behind the scenes, a behind the scenes episode. Okay. So we're talking about what we want to do and how we can see each other in COVID and test and see each other responsibly and do oh. photo shoots. Yeah, yeah. photo shoots. Lindsay started telling this empowering story. Yeah. But hold on. I just want to... I just saw Sugar on Squadcast. First, I saw you with a red glass of wine. Did I just see you with a fucking martini? (laughs) She's got a martini glass that she's pouring water into so that she feels... I actually think it's a really great idea and I should probably like... Hashtag you do you because... (laughs) Hashtag you do you. Honestly... You should only drink water out of a martini glass. You're just going to look so I, boss. You're <laughs> going to look like amazing. Like you can just swig vodka all day long. It's just like an olive stick, but they're really like ice cubes, but like have olives floating here. So it really looks like a martini, but they're just ice cubes <laughs> keeping the water cool. I'm going to um, find you some fake olives to put in your fake fucking martini. Thank you. So I'm gonna make, we're going to make you a fucking fat fake martini. Okay. So I just told this story. I'm going to try to tell it quickly and eloquently. We're going to do so a boudoir shoot. Oh, we're yeah. going to do a boudoir shoot. And wow. I was sharing about how my friend Alexis Dickett, who is this fantastic photographer, really sees the beauty in women of all different shapes and sizes because she's been every size under the gamut. She's an actress. She's a plus size model. And I was sharing how, you know, since COVID hit, I've gained about 20 pounds, honestly. I've fluctuated and I have been having some body image issues where I don't feel like myself. My clothes are tight. And 
I was going roller skating with two of my girlfriends the other day for the first time. And they're both very good <laughs> roller skating. So I was like the, like, oh, like the girl who didn't know what the fuck she was doing. So I'm going with these two girls, by the way. So one of the girls is my friend Jen, who was on our coming out episode. And she's super skinny, super beautiful. She was that... I went to high school with her. She was that hot girl in high school that Everybody wanted to bang. And then the other girl that I'm hanging out with is actually my ex-boyfriend's ex-girlfriend, who's a model. (laughs) (laughs) Literally a model. She's like red hair, hot as fuck, like just this gorgeous girl. And she's just so cool. I had to be friends with her. So we're friends now. (laughs) You just just want to bang her. Oh my God. I feel like that's a little incestuous, but somewhere my ex-boyfriend's head is exploding because her and I have made out before. (laughs) Since since we both broke up with him. (laughs) That's kind of cathartic. It, It really was weird. So we're at this party and she goes, you're the only person I haven't made out with. And I'm like, is it weird? And she was like, it's weird if we don't make out. And I was like, all right, let's I like make out. My Eskimo hot sister model friend. Okay. Anyways, so we're about to go roller skating and I am feeling really insecure about my body. And... um I was putting on different outfits that were kind of flowy to try to look cute, but hide my body. And then I don't know what came over me. I all of a sudden had this thought where I said, fuck it. If I'm going to be curvy, let's own these curves. So I decided to put on a red V-neck bodysuit and leopard print leggings. And like a black baseball cap and bright red lipstick. And I said, you know what? Fuck it. If I'm going to be seen, I'm going to be seen. And I really do feel my energy shifted when I had that thought come over me and I decided to put on an outfit that had me be seen rather than trying to hide myself. And we went out. And what was interesting is... I have never been hit on more in my entire life. Like, ladies, you want to find a partner? Fucking roller skate. Go out in your neighborhood and roller skate. <laughs> I swear to God. And leopard <laughs> leggings and a bright red yeah. lipstick. Put on some liquid fucking leather leggings and some v-neck fucking titty shirt and you will find yourself a husband or a wife. I promise you. Um, or the transgender partner of your dreams. Yeah, totally. Oh my God. But you also were like owning, it reminds me of the Marilyn Monroe story where it's like Marilyn's (laughs) walking down the beach with her friend and they're like, she's like, okay, let's turn ourselves off. Just turn it off for a second. They're walking down and like, no, she's like, see, no one's looking at us, right? And then all of a sudden she says to her friend, now watch this. And she like turns herself on and then like everyone starts looking at her. Like, yes, put on fucking leopard spandex and a very low cut red fitted bodysuit and also like own your shit is what I'm really hearing. It's like you have the power to own you what you got going on. And Lindsay Well and I think it's a practice. Sorry. Sorry. I thought you were done. I'm fucking done. No, I give the floor to you, babe. That was a, that was just like a little. Like, I was going to piggyback off of what you were saying. I yes. think it's the the practice of becoming of of living and practicing being embodied that you yeah. actually caught yourself 
judging yourself, shaming yourself, Mm -hmm. which is in the old paradigm of like non being not living in a non sex positive world. Right. And, um, and you are actually listened, I think, to your pussy. Like, I think she spoke Mm -hmm. to you and you made that shift. And yeah, the results were great with all the attention and everything, but really probably the best result that you've gotten is the self-confidence and the self-worth and the like ownership of whether you're 20 pounds heavier or 20 pounds lighter, it doesn't matter. You're still worthy of owning your body and loving your body. Just how can I be totally, totally, can I be totally honest with you? No, lie to us. No. So, (laughs) I mean, I got to be totally honest with you. One of the things that had me put on that outfit was thinking of all, thinking of the two of you and all the people that listen to Clit Talk. Hmm. And I thought about all the people that write into us and are so beautifully vulnerable and how we put ourselves out there. And I said, you know, if I can't love myself, whether I'm 20 pounds overweight from where I want to be or not, how am I supposed to love our clitorati in the way that I believe I'm supposed to? Preach. And so I went out there and I was roller skating, honestly, for the clitorati and owning it. I literally was like singing the clit talk song in my head (sighs) as I'm roller skating down the road and thinking, you know what? Fucking A. I have a podcast called Clit Talk and this is what a host of Clit Talk wears when she goes roller skating. (laughs) And I did it and I did it for you guys and I did it for all of the men and the women out there who listen to us every week and... And the impact was, I literally, I shit you not, you guys, I had men hanging out of their car windows directly at me. Not the two beautiful women on either side. He's like, I love you. This guy was like, I love you so much. And then he pulls around the corner. He walks out of his car. He's like this fucking nice, like fucking souped up Jaguar. He goes, he goes, I love you so much. I want to pay your bills. Yeah. <laughs> Whoa. Yeah. Really? Like, <laughs> You're like, wait and then, a minute. What's and your then I, you know, Exactly, exactly. So I was just like, thank you. And I kept roller skating. But I think it really is an energetic conversation, right? Definitely. Like I'm 20 pounds heavier than I want to be or I'm not. But when I shifted my energy, if I'm if I was hunched over and roller skating and trying to hide behind baggy clothes, these men and these actually there were some women that hit on me too would not have noticed me. But because I was just being myself, no matter what my weight was, people I think were attracted to my self-expression. I don't even I don't even know. I mean, maybe it was slightly physical because my tits were hanging out a bit, but I do think a lot of it was energetic. And I do think that no matter what size you are, your energy and your personality and who you are authentically is the most attractive thing that you can do and be. And I, and I, and I never had an experience where I actually really truly experienced that in that way firsthand where I was like, I'm clearly not the way that I want to be. And so many men were like, Hey girl, what's up? You know? So it was um, because you always hear coaches talking about, Oh, it's about your energy. But I was like, Oh, that actually really is fucking true. Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. In terms of like what people are attracted to, it's like they're attracted to your overall presence and like, mm-hmm. you know, like your aura and shit. No, I'm just kidding. But they're like they're attracted to the whole package and it's also charisma, charisma mm-hmm. and your confidence. Like it's not attractive 
when someone isn't confident, even if they're heroin chic skinny, you know? Right. Like, right. If, you are, if what's attractive is that person like loving them, you can sense that they love themselves, they're confident in their body and they're comfortable in their body. That's hot. Right. Doesn't fuck. I mean, actually find some people more attractive than like the guy with the six pack who, you know, really all he's bringing to the table is the six pack versus the like, I don't know, dad bod guy who's just got it all going and the personality and the like, you know, the energy to that really matters more than than the looks and the physical. If you want more of these types of conversations and to hang with the clits casually, join our Clit Talk Confidential on Patreon, $11.11 a month. We would love to see you there. For me, this brings up I've been told recently that I'm looking really thin and really skinny. And I know I've been in this conversation with you guys. Lindsay, your mom was like joking about it with me, like just kind of joking about it with me like a year ago when I was at like, oh, a, really? a birthday thing with her. But she's like, you got so skinny, you know? And it started like becoming in the conversation in, in the last like year, if I could hear people like saying like, oh, are you like okay? And I was getting really weirded out because ultimately for me, I used to be clitter out here about to learn something fucking new about me. I used to have a business called Badass Boxing. And it was a side hustle all throughout college. And I was a boxing trainer. And I weight trained five days a week. I used to have 20 to 30 pounds of sheer muscle on me on top, like uh, compared to what I am now, 20 to 30 pounds more of pure muscle. And um, I got to a point in my like fitness career where I was just tapped out. My body was just done. Uh, training clients, uh, boxing training on mitts was just too much for my body. I started rejecting it, started not really being able to box. And then that showed up in uh, every time I weight trained, I was like throwing my lower back out. And it wasn't because of form. It was, I could tell it was my body like really rejecting and saying, I, I need something different. It's too high impact for too long. And I've been a competitive athlete since I was four. So, uh, all of that was really wrapped up in like making sure I always look good. I used to have, like a really whole conversation about growing up in Calabasas and like all the girls who had thigh gaps and, you know, were super skinny. And I was like athletic and voluptuous and like people called me Tits McGee in seventh grade. And I didn't have the fucking thigh gap or whatever, you know, and I was always kind of struggling against my like voluptuous nature, never being like overweight, but like always getting close enough to the the edge where I felt uncomfortable in my body. And I used to wake up every morning dreading getting dressed in the morning because I didn't want to confront my body in the mirror and experience like... I used to get ready with the mindset of what's going to make me look the skinniest when I go to school. And I mean, it was even like gnarly. Like I used to eat protein bars for lunch. So the whole like body conversation followed me into like what I thought was going to be my one of my career paths was my side hustle in college, which was being a trainer, was really wrapped up in making sure that I didn't get fat. And I discovered that that wasn't my true calling for my career because I did uncollapse that I could still have fitness and health and nutrition in my life without having to make it a fucking career path. So, because um, your career it. is to help women squirt instead, right? <laughs> right. And so <laughs> it's so it was so crazy for me because when my body started saying rejecting all the exercises, it all came to me, and I was like, "Wow, like it's time to shift the conversation." And so I did for health reasons, for uh, like pain management reasons. I started just walking and only doing Pilates, and that meant I had to eat like differently because when you weight train, you're eating like four to six meals a day. You're constantly needing to fuel the engine. But when you just do light 
Pilates two or three days a week and you walk, your body doesn't need the six planned out meals a day that meet your carbohydrate level because you're not, you're not overly working out your body to that degree where you have to be, you would need to be eating that much food, right? So I was really scared of what was going to happen. And what ended up happening is I lost all of my muscles. So I started looking smaller because all of my muscles in my body started shrinking. Those giant quads that were super strong, like Wonder Woman started shrinking. And what people around me started doing is like, they were like, oh my God, you're getting so skinny. And it was like, my muscles are, I'm losing my muscle mass. It's not that I'm that I'm being unhealthy. It's like, you guys are just used to me as a trainer. And this is what Madison looks like without all the muscles. This is just what I look like. And my husband, who really likes like very athletic bodies, he met me when I was athletic. The first three years of our relationship, I'm in this athletic build that when my body started to change, and he used to always say he's not attracted to skinny women. He's not attracted to skinny women. And in the last about six months, like he actually started commenting on me being too skinny. And that is never a conversation that I thought I'd ever be in. But why it came up is because, look, he's attracted to... Yes, he's. we were talking about energy and being attracted to the person who's confident in their body. And we have preferences, right? Like some people like have a certain preference for a body style. My husband happens to not really like super skinny chicks. Now what's ironic is I'm just this I'm a, I'm now a skinny girl. People would consider me skinny and it's not his uh ideal body type. And now having just managed a conversation which is a little bit reversed a reverse body shame, I guess. Um and really getting like wow, this whole body that I used to strive for that I accidentally have now, right? Like I fought for the thigh gap my whole life. Meanwhile, when I gave up fitness entirely, I ended up getting skinny and thus got like a thigh gap. And now I'm seen as like a skinnier, considered more on the skinnier side, which was unintentional, right? I wasn't like going for that anymore. I gave up the whole needing to be, have the perfect like body stuff. And I really see like, wow, I always, when I had like, I was always seen as sexy and voluptuous and people thought that was, I was so fucking hot. And Austin got me present to, my husband got me present to, that skinny, it really reminding me that like, wow, this isn't everyone, what everyone's preference is. And there's nothing I can really do about it. This is like my natural, my natural like resting state, you know, like this is what it looks like for me to be not a trainer and eating normal and, you know, no eating disorder. This is just where my natural uh, weight is falling. But to have that, have what I thought my whole life was mat- like mattered being skinny and really realizing that is so not what people are attracted to. You know, like when, when I feel like with, with Lindsay's conversation that she brought up, it's like, uh, if we actually ask people what's hot to them, it would be the opposite of what fucking every magazine tells you like you need to look like. People are not. I would actually, no, I would actually disagree with that. I think the more that I grow older, the more that I learned that everybody likes something different. Right. Madison, there's nothing wrong with my body and there's nothing wrong with your body. It's that everyone heroin, really does you like know, this, I actually, I actually feel bad that I said heroin chic. I actually take that back because there are people that are very naturally thin and that is beautiful too. You know, I right. think as long as you're healthy and you love yourself, 
there's a different preference for everybody. Right. That's really what it is. It's like people just, not everyone's attracted to the same one thing. Like guys out there, you don't need to have a six pack for a girl to want to fuck you. And I have to be honest, I like dad bod. Is my thing for sure. I've never been interested in muscly guys. Oh my God. Dad bod gets me wet. I'm not kidding. (gasps) Oh my God. I love a little beer gut. Like it just makes me horny. I'm not kidding. (laughs) Not a big one. Just a little one. Like a little beer gut. Like great. Like I know I'm supposed to look at six packs and be like, oh, that's hot. But like, no. Give me dad bod any day and I'll like fucking rub my little wet pussy all over it. I'm not kidding. <laughs> all over that little beer belly. You'll rub your I'll, little wet pussy. I'm not kidding you. Like I'm thinking about a like just a little baby beer belly and it's like turning me on right now. I'm not kidding. Oh my God. I like a little beer gut. I mean, we believe you. Like fuck your six pack. <laughs> fuck your six well, pack. Or embrace your fuck six, your six pack. pack. Embrace your six <laughs> pack, you know? Like, right. Katie will fuck you, but I won't. She'll fuck your six pack. No. I'm not really into six packs, but I'm into <laughs> someone being in shape. Yeah, I'm into someone being healthy and loving themselves. But Madison, I just wanted to disrupt this dialogue that you're too thin. Because because yeah. it's just like, I really think the conversation is, are you vital? Are you healthy? And whatever whatever your body looks like when it's healthy is beautiful. I think healthy is it should be the standard of beauty, really. Healthy is the goal. Whatever that looks like, whatever your body looks like when it's healthy. Like I'm still healthy. I'm not, I mean, 20 pounds overweight for me is, you know, I'm probably a size six or a size eight. You know what I mean? I'm not huge. I'm still healthy. I'm not, you know, and there's also people that are born more naturally at a larger size and and they're healthy and they work out. And there's something out there for everybody. Oh my really God. As that. we're talking about this, Marla Mervis Hartman, love your body, love yourself, just liked one of our photos on Instagram. I just got the notification. Oh, I've been interacting in. with her today. She's so Oh yeah. No, I she tagged she, like, she tagged us in her latest post. That's but why. like as oh, you were did? saying. Yeah. Yeah. She tagged the post that you liked, Katie, where she looks so beautiful. She actually tagged us in that post. Aww, that's why it I showed up her. for us. Like she tagged us and one other person because she loves that. She loves well, foot talk. I'm love excited she... for our boudoir, boudoir shoot because I wish like when I got pregnant, the one thing that I wish is that I had naked photos of myself pre-pregnancy because I really had this impression that my pregnancy was going to ruin my body. Like my body would never be the same. and um, And it actually hasn't. I'm actually really more empowered in my body than I think I ever have been. Mm. I think you're actually way cooler since you popped a baby out of your pussy. (laughs) I got to be honest. No, you're like pregnant. I've been like, (laughs) you've been like a boss bitch, like in the sexiest way possible. Love it. I love you. True, true. Yeah, but I'm I'm excited (laughs) to have pictures like post baby in a body that I'm like super proud of. Like my body isn't perfect and it's definitely different. Um, but I'm excited to get those photos and like capture this moment post pregnancy, mm. you know, before I get pregnant. I like it. Ooh. 
Let's get Isn't pregnant together. Isn't it going to be together? like a really good conversation though? Like having, talking, I mean, this is just inspired by a boudoir photo shoot and like we just, I feel like touched the tip of the iceberg really about what that is actually about. Like it's fucking, like we we based the first season of Clit Talk off of Pussy Reclamation and it's like, it always comes back to the same place. Even season, we're in season five now. Like it always fucking comes back to pleasure and really like the radiance conversation as women, like being, being, knowing that pleasure is our birthright and knowing we go from rupture and we go to radiance. And it's like, it's just crazy. It always comes back to, it just always comes back to you. Mama Gina, gosh darn it. Fucking Mama Jaina, you're the Mama, best Mama Jaina. Reclamation. Yeah, go, go read Mama the book. Yeah, Mama If you Gina haven't yet, go read the fucking book. Listen to the first season of Clit Talk. You're not so a true literary. I love that you want to do a naked photo shoot. My question is, how would you guys feel about the three of us doing a naked photo shoot like together for Clit Talk? I mean... I think we should absolutely do that. I have no problem. Like, it, like we don't have to be like spread eagle. I'm saying like tastefully posed, but the well, three we of us won't be naked. naked. We won't be like, n- yeah, we'll be like naked in the shoot, but the photos we release will be tastefully not. I don't. No, I'm thinking I'm more like Scissor Sisters kind of a photo shoot. <laughs> She's thinking Scissor Sisters. Scissor I'm just kidding. Oh, oh my god! Oh no, I don't want to do that. God, <laughs> we can find a creative way to do it. She's like down. So I think I think we should release this like random recording once we do this boudoir shoot. So yeah, you can see our you can see our pictures and where we start. We'll have to we'll have to record like an outro after the photo shoot, like part one and part two, like before and after, <laughs> right? <laughs> Yeah, just go check out what we did. COVID safe. Is is there anything you guys want to say before we wrap it up? This was like the most impromptu, unscripted shit we've ever done. And we're not editing it at all. That's what I think. I don't think we need to. Dude, I mean, we covered some real grounds in this conversation. This was a pop pop quiz, but like it was like a pop. This was like real reels with the clits. Real reels with the clits. Real reels with the clits. That's the name of this episode. <laughs> episode 137, Real Reels with the Clits. <laughs> all right, noted. I'll put it down. <laughs> all right, all right, all right. All right. Well, thank you, Clitorati, for listening to us ramble for the last 20 minutes. Hope you enjoyed it. This is what it's like to hang out with us unscripted, raw, just shooting the shit with the clits. Yeah. <laughs> Drinking fake martinis. Yep, that's true. That's, that's true. true. That's okay. true. All right. Well, they do our sign off. You know what they say, Clits. We will see you next Tuesday. <laughs> Bye. Bye. Thanks so much for listening to this episode of Clit Talk. Be sure to visit clittalkshow.com to join the conversation, access the show notes, and discover our fantastic bonus content. Also, be sure to follow us on Instagram at clittalkshow for your clit fix in between episodes.